Street Hearts of Haiti, The Start. I first met Lindsay at a Starbucks in DC. Um, I was introduced to her by a friend. Lindsay described going to Haiti to help with the earthquake relief, and when she returned to the States, she felt like her life needed more meaning. She then sold all her possessions and moved to Haiti, and she ran the orphanage there for about a year and a half. As she sat down in the Starbucks and shared with me her her goals and her journey, um, it was hard not to be um, drawn into the conversation and what she was trying to achieve. She said she tended to jog every day and was noticed by some kids there who pointed and laughed because a white woman jogging through the streets of Haiti, it, it just wasn't done. The kids were curious and the jogging looked like fun, so they began to run with her through the streets. Um, and Haitians don't jog, so Lindsay made friends with the kids and learned their names, their ages, and their stories. A name. Many didn't know their names or their ages or their birth date. Imagine not knowing your name. So she gave them names and birth dates and made a file with their family information that they could remember. Transfixed by their name written on a folder, one commented that they really finally knew they were someone now that they had a name. Stories. These kids told stories. They were beaten by police for stealing food, turned away from medical care, and hid under boxes at night to avoid being attacked. They either had parents who could not afford to provide food, clothing, or shelter, or they were abused or trafficked. They were considered the lowest of the low in Haiti. Fear. Jogging daily, Lindsay began to worry when one kid didn't show up. Where were they? Were they okay? Did something happen overnight? Her fear was that one would disappear or even die and no one would know. Stickers. She started to give out stickers to the kids when they showed up each day. At first, there were seven kids, and then 12, and then 20. They all jogged down the streets together. Imagine a white woman in Haiti jogging with 20 kids around her through the streets. They were a spectacle to be seen. If they collected enough stickers, her agreement with them was they could trade the stickers for shoes or an item they needed. They needed food, they needed shelter, advocacy, healthcare, healing. But how to fund that? She didn't know. Back to my Starbucks conversation with her. So in Starbucks, she asked, what do you think if I set up a 501c3 called Street Hearts and I advocate and support these kids? She wanted my advice and would I help her fundraise? Being a naive American, I said, sure, why not? Having no idea what this would even entail. She built the organization from scratch on a shoestring budget to change the lives of these kids for the better. The mission. Ah, Street Hearts. The mission is to provide food, clothing, shelter, spiritual teachings, education, medical care, sports activities for a healthier life.
with an overall goal of support and apprenticeship programs to teach a livelihood, to earn a living wage, and become a self-sufficient part of the community. In a country with more than 80% unemployment, yes, 80% unemployment, developing a skill or creating a business to earn a living wage is a tremendous challenge. Trust. Kids who have been beaten or trafficked by relatives or authority figures or tossed out of clinics and called dirty have deep distrust of adults, and rightfully so. So how do you teach trust and love to those who have only known violence and abuse? Where do you begin? The bunny. So Lindsay went to the shanty area and bought a bunny from a family there. She wanted the kids to be able to pat the bunny gently so they could understand the word gentle. It's not something they had encountered. It was the bunny was encrusted with mud. So she went and got a bottle of her shampoo and washed and blow dried the bunny with the kids. Freshly washed, the bunny looked like a big puff ball and the kids named it Bear. They loved petting the bunny. A woman looking on commented, why should the rabbit have soap when we have none? Hearing this story, it brought home the degree of poverty that Haitians experience daily. The challenge is real. This comment from this woman sticks with me to this day. Street Hearts has, with its supporters' help, provide many of these kids with their first toothbrush, their first pillow, and a safe place to sleep. We support the kids in their journey of learning how to trust, love, give, grow and learn. One boy, John Caesar, went from no schooling to being elected class president of his entire school. So that's an incredible achievement and we feel so proud of that and him. Many have started their own small businesses from food taco trucks to moped drivers. Fast forward nearly eight years and Straight Hearts now supports 133 kids in the program. 45 kids are in the sleep overnight shelter part. 75 are in the full program of pursuing an education. 37 are learning a skill or a trade and 17 have graduated from the program and are living on their own. Another boy, Stevenson Joseph, at age 15, said, If each of us grows up to be a policeman, a politician, or a business leader, we will be the generation to change Haiti. Hearing that, we realized, oh, these kids can change the country and their world. It won't be us. It'll be Haitians teaching Haitians. Haitians.